Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Human Touch Podcast. Today on episode six, we're talking about building human relationships. Tommy, it's always a pleasure, man. Thank you for joining, as always. And we want to, before we want to get to the show here, just want to say thank you for you guys out there listening to the show. We're halfway through this as we're recording this, and we really appreciate you guys sticking with us. Tommy, man, it's been a pleasure. Let's get into it. First, let's talk about these nine powerful techniques for building rapport with anyone. This is by lifehacks.org. And this is a really good source, man. Tell me where you found this and how you are going to use this and apply this to Because this is something that's very important in the human development process, building those relationships, get success with anybody or anything, depending on how you view life. Sure, no problem. And uh, <clears throat> good morning slash afternoon to you, sir. Um, once again, with the life hack, um, <clears throat> and, you know, we talked about this. I don't like using the same sources, but, man, these guys just keep knocking it out of the park um, <clears throat> as it pertains to the things that, that mean something to us and, and, and what we're trying to do here. Um, life hack always goes right to the to the core, and they do it simply, and I think that's what kind of attracted me to this was that these are easy steps um, that will help you not only build relationships, but build rapport with people. Um, so again, LifeHack seems to be a winner when it comes to the Human Touch podcast. Yeah, it, it definitely has a a rapport of its own on this show with LifeHack. But let's get into these, uh, these helpful mm-hmm. tips. Let's start with the first thing, man. Shift your mindset to and I am a worthy one. Uh, you, you know, the I messages in the world, which we, now we're talking about the I messages, I versus me versus we versus you messages, is an interesting concept. And let's look at some that it says here. If you want to learn the skill of building or with anyone, you must first examine how you esteem or view yourself. At your core, you are worthy. You don't have to do it worthy. You are worthy by virtue of your existence. Talk about it from a holistic perspective, man, the full field approach. Worthiness and the art of viewing and being self-worthy through evaluation. Sure. Um, <clears throat> from an anthropological standpoint, this is very important because it deals with um, feelings of low worth, um, and, and that's going to be a, a huge. You know, if you if you have low self-esteem or you don't view yourself as being worthy, you're going to have trouble building rapport or building relationships. Um, you feel like a lot of people are better than you, or or perhaps you don't deserve. Uh, you know, these relationships or whatever, but it goes back to a core belief of self-confidence. And you you have to know that you're worthy, um, that your ideas are worthy, um, your belief system is worthy. Um, you have to you have to take into consideration how you view yourself. What what is your self esteem? Because listen guys, at your core, you're definitely worthy. You, it, it, there's not one thing that you can do or you need to do to be worthy. You're just worthy by virtue. Um, so that's the first step in this, and I think Life Act knocked it out of the park with this. Um, because you are a part of the human experience, no pun intended, um, you, know, you, you have to embrace your worth, uh, and you have to embrace your confidence and know that you're out there every day on the grind doing the best that you can to be a better human being. And that's going to show to people. Uh, and once you start getting those responses that you, you're you looking for, of course, up goes your self-esteem. 
And those that rapport and those relationships only come hand in hand with that. It's summed up by you are worthy because you're living the human experience. And this show is all about guys, the human experience, right? Well, that's what we're here to do. Give, show, prosper, and live off of. A great way to start off the show. And it gives us a great segue into ask some vari- variation. You know, tell me about yourself, right? What What are you going to do to get those people a good, strong message to build those relationships? A lot of what people do in relationship building is they look for that inner core value of their belief. Let's say you may have one or two beliefs that you believe in, you commonly share, right? But you have to really give up that good first taste of what you're going to deliver. This is where uh, telling about yourself and the variation comes in. And it says, for example, she says, opening interviews, this is a way a lot of sort of women stakes that places subjects on the fence, is able to learn via their own words, own words, what's important to them. Conversationalists may consider doing the same way. Uh, this one, I'm going to take the lead on this one, Tommy, because this is, this is something really interesting that I, I find as as a placeholder in a conversation when it comes to having a conversation. You need to find those common beliefs, like I was saying, but the variation, right? You can't just be one-dimensional. Hey, guys, I just have this, this, this to offer, but I have this, 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 this off the table, right? I haven't talked about it. Always use a rapport in any setting, right? Use the variation. Use what you believe in. Be diverse through action. Don't leave it off the table and be like, well, I could have said this, but I'm scared to say it. Don't be scared, right? What's the worst that's going to happen in the conversation? The chances are it's a no or I'm not interested. That's pretty much the only two outcomes. If it's something worse than that, that's that's another story for another day. But if you can verify it, Verify, yeah. Verify and be varying in your words and, and have that confidence built in. You'll start to see, like, the best conversationalists in the world, right? And obviously there's no there's no judge to that. It's like whoever you believe, whoever you look up to in terms of conversationalists, right? Our, our conversations, the conversationalists are different than yours. But if you look at some of the people in the world, that's what they'll say. Vary your conversation. Vary your skills. It's important to do. Just wanted to throw it in there, man. Add or did I hit that off the spot? Yeah, actually, I do. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to add on to this, and that was very good what you just what you just said there. That's uh, that's very pointed. Um, uh, from the Life Hack article, it says ask ask some variation of tell me about yourself. Um, so you don't have to use those specific words. You know, tell me about you. Um, you know, um, I think this is the perfect bridge question to learn about someone and to know their core values, their likes, their dislikes. And I think that takes away a lot of the stumbling blocks in building relationships because if you know that person, then your conversation has already got a good footing and it's only going to go up from there. And I think that's the point of this. Um, um, the, The host that says when she starts her interviews, she asks the subjects to tell her about themselves that makes for a smooth interview, but we're going to take that out of that context and put it into a live context. Um, a simple tell me about yourself. Um, and it could be more specific. You know, tell me what you like. You know, tell me what you believe in. Um, it's only going to work to to build great conversation, i.e. great relationships, because you know these things about this person and you don't have to stumble through it uh, at a later time. This is, this is a great a great example of relationship building. 
couldn't, couldn't say it better than myself, man. I, I think you really need that in any conversation. And you mentioned core values. Let's go to number three because that is a perfect segue as we usually try to give our viewers here and always try to connect up. But let's look at this. Looking for indicators of shared humanity. CoreToLifeHack.com. At our core, we are all the same. Before we get anything in deeper, Tom, you want to talk about how we talked about the one human, right, the one human mentality, one human race mentality. You want to talk a little bit about that and how we're all the same at our core and just the, the art of humanity and relationships at our core? For a sure. I would, yeah, I would love to. Um, number three, look for indicators of shared humanity. Uh, and, and you just said it. The first line of it is, at our core, we are all the same. Um, we have to remind ourselves from time to time that not only are we not perfect, but no one else is either. Um, at the core, we're all the same. It doesn't matter how much money people have in the bank. It doesn't matter what kind of car they drive. They all want to be treated with the same dignity and respect that each of us require for ourselves. And I think that at the core, everyone wants to be liked because of who they are and what they believe in and what their core values are, not because of what they have. And, of course, there are always exceptions to that rule. Some people just care about the aesthetics, but we're not about that here. We're about who you are at your core and what you can do to make other people around you better. And this is a good way, is by linking shared humanity between us. Just remember, I think the important part of this is to remember we're all the same. No matter no matter what material things we have, no matter what image we push out there, people are going to see who we are at the core, and they're going to see what we share as human beings. And we all want to be liked because of those those core values, not because of what we have. And I think when you realize that, you realize that we're all the same, regardless of a social status or a caste that we're, we're separated into. Once you realize that we're all the same, you're in a, such a better position to be able to build great rapport and great relationships with people going forward. What Tommy is saying, guys, is keep the playbook open, right? No, nobody is ahead of you. No one is, nobody is, we're all equal in a sense. And it even, it even garners in the article. Regardless of how much money, for example, individuals have, in the bank, they want to be treated with the same dignity and respect that each of us requires for ourselves. And to mention the likeness, they want to be liked because of who they are, not because of what they have. If you can remember that at our core, we are all the same, you'll be better positioned to build rapport with anyone. And, then, and I think that speaks for itself, right? And I think it, it's not about the materialist. It's not about the aesthetics. It's not the show. It's about what's inside, right? What's the spiritual avenue? What's the educational avenue? What can you offer for me? on a dynamic level to build rapport with each other, not, well, you have this much X amount of money. You have this X amount of relationship, this number, right, this pretty thing. It means absolutely nothing in a sense of rapport, for sure. Anything else, man, on that one? No, no, perfect. All right. Uh, we're going we're gonna to hold off on number four for a second. We're going to go skip down a little bit here. Uh, we talked about last episode, Tommy, we talked about this heavily, uh, about – Seeking others, right? Seeking others, seeking other people, uh, help, advice, whatever that meant to you. And inquire about family, friends, and even pets. Only if you're speaking partners include areas of these first. If you, that's number five. If you feel stuck in a discussion and you're not sure how to make connections, look for cues. Uh, look for look for those things, right, that might trigger those good trigger those good triggers, right, to get people going. Let's say you're in a conversation, right? You see the other person's body language a little bit down. They may not be as amped as you. What can you do to make sure that you perk them up, right? It, it is, this is important because 
at any point in the conversation, you can be the, I guess, I guess you could say you could be the person who needs to step up. And then at the times you need that step up from another person is a good way to put it. Tommy, explain a little bit about conversation metrics here on this one, how relationship building can work both ways for uh, building rapport with somebody, how it can be one person needs it at one point to step up and the other person needs to step up and the other person has that rule of making it happen for the other person who needs to make it, who may not have that day. You know I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> I think it's important to remember in these situations that um, first I'll say that failing is a part of progress. Not every not every conversation or engagement is going to go the way that you want it to go, but it's all learning experiences. Um, and if you believe in faith and if you believe in yourself, then failing or not getting the success you were looking for is part of the process. So not everybody's life is filled with, with these great memories or experiences about these certain subjects that we're talking about, family, friends, pets, um, I guess we've all had times in our life when we, we didn't like engaging um, as much as uh, we would we do at other times. Um, so we're going to let uh, the person that we're speaking with uh, introduce deeply personal areas of their life first. And once they open that door, then we're good to uh, delve into those more personal things. Um, you know, because if we if we engage those questions first, we're, our chances of not the conversation not turning out like we want it to are greatly they grow a lot. Um, an example from the from the from number five actually says, um, where I thought I asked a, what I seemed to be a benign question about a person's child, only to learn that the child had recently passed away. See, that's a faux pas, and you don't want to do that. You know, without letting that other person open that door first. Um, right. So this is really like a cautionary tale. Listen to the, what the person's saying, and you can determine by listening to them what topics are within the bounds of easy conversations, and which ones are off limit until that person, you know, talks about family, talks about friends, talks about pets, happy memories, things like that. So yeah. be engaged. Yeah. yeah, just be engaged, and by being engaged and listening to that person. You'll know what you can talk about and what you can't. You really hit a nail out of the park for number seven, listen to understand. And I, I think there's really not much to really add on, right? Listen to understand is as simple as it is, guys. Listen. I, we, we were born with two ears for a reason. As cliche as it sounds, uh, the more we can listen and open up, the more we can realize that, hey, I'm probably learning more about listening to others than actually talking. Right, that's how conversation should be. It should be 75% should be the listening, 25% should be the talking. Obviously, I just made that up in a sense of, of that's my belief, right? It's not, it's not, it doesn't have to be everyone's belief. But at, at some point during a conversation, you probably should be listening more than you are talking. Right, like this, like what we're doing right now, for the most part, Tommy and I have a good rapport enough to where we're not going to interrupt each other. Sometimes we do if there's a massive point and we just go, hey, what's up oh, for a second. But for the most part, to build that rapport, it's important to build that chemistry up with anybody you're building a relationship and, and understanding of listening is a key component. And same with research, and, and I think that's a good, uh, that's a good, that's just a starter too, right? Research, number six, research about the person. 
going basically what this is saying, going this is a little action step. Go into the meeting, go into the conversation, go into whatever you're going prepared. Right? Don't go in there. I don't know I don't really know what's going on. I don't understand. Right? Don't don't go into don't go into something that you're not prepared for. Have a plan. We've talked about I don't know how many times we've talked about Tommy Man. Have a plan on this show. You want to elaborate on just research and how important it is? I know you're big on research and citing and tech man, you're the source man. You want to give a little more uh, feedback to the viewers out there who are growing through research and development? Of course. Um, <clears throat> this works twofold, really. Um, I think this number six, the way it's set up, it seems to me like this is an example of um, a more of a, of a professional setting. So when you like go to a job interview or when you're meeting with a client or something like that, um, you know who you're meeting with. So you've already you've already mastered the art of jelly beating, if you will. You've already um, you've already learned all your inroads to conversations about this person. You know, quick a quick peruse of their Facebook page shows that they like golf. That's an end to a conversation. Um, they like baseball. You know, they like fishing. Whatever it is. Uh, reading, you know, um, all these all these are great tools to make um, a meeting or a conversation run very smoothly. And it also makes you look very attentive um, and makes you look very resourceful and it makes you look very prepared. Um, now, the other side of that is, say you run into an old friend randomly some you know about, but it's been a few years since you you know you two engaged or whatever. Probing questions will also get you that research done on the spot. Not too probing. We just talked about that a second ago. Some things you need to let the other person lead with. But you know, what are you what have you been into lately? You know, where are you working? Uh, you used to live around here. Simple questions like that can be an on the spot research to also bridge into having great conversations as well. I think that's a really good point, man. I didn't even think about that. The the barrier, right? If it's been six months, if it's been a year, if it's been even two, two, two weeks, right? Going back into the past or doing those past questions in a sense, like the past research, saying, hey, what, what happened between now and then? Uh, knowing the timeline, knowing the time frame, knowing your audience, uh, I think those are all good points to uh, – Get things going, right? You don't have to just talk about the future or talk about what you don't like if it's not if it's not subjective, right? If it's not subjective to the point you don't feel real about it, then go for it. Uh, go go back into the research and do your homework, basically, with the, the whole point. Uh, I think the other one, I, I think this is probably the biggest one of all. I mean, be open, right? And along with number eight, too, right? Be the person who tells the truth. Looking at both of these, I think that we both can kind of have a, a open discussion here, man. I mean, be open. It speaks for itself. You want to, when you look at this article, give me some of the points from either eight or nine that you feel is important for our viewers to take away. Because I think being open is such a broad, literally open mind topic that they can take away with many things. You want to, you want to uh, evaluate that, Tommy, and give our viewers the best perspective here? Yes, of course. I'll start with number nine, then we'll go back to number eight. Uh, number nine says be open. Um, I think essentially what that's saying is is we're going to try to avoid transactional and shallow engagements. Um, because I think a lot of people see through it and they humor you while you're there. But, you know, that, that kind of sticks with people. And um, 
I think being open and honest and being or having the ability to be vulnerable really shows a great strength in people, um, especially the open and vulnerable part. Um, that shows more strength than you can possibly know. And I think that actually is a strength of a person, is the ability to be vulnerable. Um, it's hard to show your real self sometimes. And you, you, you really need to be selective about when you do that and when you don't. Um, but if you really want the rapport and that this is someone that you really want to build a deeper meaningful relationship with, be yourself. Be open about who you are because this is how life works. Eventually, the truth is going to come out anyway, and everything you work for might not be there if you weren't honest about who you are or, or about something about yourself. Um, shed, a, shed any kind of persona that you're trying to build within your head and come with the true you, and it's going to work, and it's going to build rapport. Uh, and again, I'd like to say that being open doesn't mean that you give up too much information too fast or you do it in a way that's irresponsible. Acknowledge who you are in the moment. All right, so let's go to number eight. This is my favorite. Uh, be the person who tells the truth. Um, that is so, so important and sometimes so difficult um, because some people can handle the truth very well. They're taking it as criticism. They see it as a as an opportunity to improve themselves, and they go forward. Others, it doesn't come across that way. So again, this goes back to engagement and knowing who you're talking to and knowing what that person believes in and what they don't. That's how you can gauge how much honesty you're going to share. But let's just say that honesty... Uh, being honest like that requires a lot of courage, and it requires wisdom um, and diplomacy and being diplomatic. Um, so you have to understand all the conditions that make different people more receptive to truth. Um, if someone asks you how you feel about something, that's your opportunity. That's an open door to be honest about how you feel about something, but choose your words diplomatically and very carefully. Um, it's going to improve your rapport down the road, very much so, by being cautiously truthful. Like he said, cautiously truthful. Uh, that that's very interesting, man. When it comes to being cautiously truthful, I think I think people when they look at the word cautious and truth, it does it seems like it's a, a far fast approach. But if you can be very you don't have to be like, like you said. You don't have to be very open right away, but you can be very intensive and more a participant observer. Which that's the first time I think we brought that up in this show. Uh, that's actually your field, right? Talk about a little bit about participant observation before we move on to fast company uh, and all these and, and all this article. How can you be a, a better participant observer to life, especially in conversation, to make you a better person? I, I think that's kind of important, especially when it comes to uh, the listening aspect and and just being intensive to detail. Well, no, number seven, um, as, as, an, as someone in, in the field of anthropology, um, my, my um, desire is to immerse myself in different situations that I have no foreknowledge of. Uh, the anthropologist goes to some faraway land and um, 
immerses him or herself in a culture that they don't know the language, uh, they don't know the customs or the norms or the or the uh, the daily routines, and they go from zero to a hundred. They know nothing. They learn everything, language, customs, nor- traits. Um, number seven says listen to understand. Without listening, none of this can happen. Um, j- just know that. All through our lives, we're intentionally taught how to listen well. We choose whether we do or not. Um, whether it be in distraction with social media or email or text messages or whatever. And you know, and I know that some conversations are a little more dry than others. So sometimes we struggle with that urge to, you know, get on the phone and, and, and check these things. And of course I'm talking about a face to face interaction here. Right. Um so when we're not distracted, um we can listen to what someone's saying and we can prepare responses um, while the person is still speaking. That doesn't mean we're not listening, but we're just being engaged. Um, so a little bit of from the anthropology, um, I couldn't be a, a, a successful anthropologist. I couldn't learn people's lives or their cultures or any of that stuff without listening and getting to know them to the point that I can tell them back who they are and they would agree with me. It's a great great way to end that uh, segment right there, man. I really think if if we look at the world, the way it's shaping, it's really for you guys that experience matters, right? If you if you have no tools to do research, let's say you're in a foreign country, right, like it's time to say, or you're in a place where you're, you feel like you're uncomfortable, literally just looking at from a different perspective and observing what people do, you can pick up on things really fast. That's a really uh, forgotten trick that we forget. Participant observation really gets you far if you use it. But anyway, let's get over to fastcompany.com. It's a new source we have. We have not used this source. Uh, Tommy, give us, give us a little background about what Fast Company and what spoke out about this article for our viewers out there to, to understand and learn and develop? Sure. Um, I have a little technical issue here. Um, they, the, the article, and uh, again, this is a new one for us. Um, of course, just doing doing web searches and trying to dig a little deeper. Um, I found this article and I didn't know the source. I'd never heard of it before. So, you know, on my own, I went back and and did a, a bias check and a fact check uh, on the company and or on the web on the uh, web page. Yeah. And um, everything came back that that they 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 post the truth. Um, nothing's been you know um, proven wrong on this page. So. Um, we can let the readers gauge it. And of course, everything's going to be labeled uh, in our master source list for this. So anything that we're talking about here, um, you can go back and read it for yourself and maybe, you know, get something out of it that, that we didn't mention that will more relate to you as a person. Uh, but anyway, it's fastcompany.com. Um, and they they give about seven um, examples of um, building better relationships or maybe some key strategies in ways that you can help improve building relationships. 
it's, I think it's a good way. Let's get into a good article for you guys after Tommy picked out. Let's let's get right into this. We already talked about becoming a great listener and asking the right questions, and that's what we talked about the last article. But pay attention to the whole person. I think that's a really uh, speaking speaking that a good speaking point here. Let's let's look at this. We tend to remember and appreciate the people who ask us if everything is okay. Even if we haven't told them anything is wrong, this tells us we are paying attention to us. And we all want that, according to FastCompany.com. And some other things when it comes to facial expression and body language, when it comes to the whole person, right? The whole, at the end of the day, the humanistic experience is the whole person and, and uh, the whole holistic approach of it. Yeah, sure. Um, this um, this article mentions um, in, in this example, uh, paying attention to the whole person. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, what um, what I think to take away from you know this specifically is that sometimes what somebody's saying isn't matching up with their body language or their facial expressions, and that's part of being engaged. And I know we're, we're really focusing on engagement you know, in this in this subject, but it's so important uh, because if you're engaged, then that's how you'll see, okay, they're saying one thing, but their body language is saying something else. Um, noticing it's one thing, but it's also important to remember there's a certain time to, to, to delve into that subject and there's a certain time not to. And I'll go back to the last source that we had and say maybe wait for that person to, to – to say, you know what, I'm not really, I'm not really telling you everything. This is really what's going on, and then you can really delve into it and try to help them the best way that you can. Um, but that's what it means. I think it means that um, not only not only listen to the words, but also read the body language and look at the facial expressions. And at the end of the day, we're just, we're trying to be the best people that we can be, and we're trying to it and and you know maybe. Let that spread. Let that let that feeling and that passion to to be better and help spread to other people, and it can be done in the easiest ways. And sometimes just listening can accomplish that feat. Um, I think sometimes just being a good listener will do so much for people that um, you just don't even you don't even know. Um, so being engaged and seeing the whole person, not just. Um, not just the uh, the facial expression, but everything else that goes along with it. Uh, that's total engagement. I like how you said total engagement. Man. So it's the total, the totality of what you can do in engaging, and the levels of what you put out there in the world. That's important. It's not about so much. Well, I have this one part, and I have this other part. But how do you compa- compound those parts to make a whole? And I really think part over whole could work here. If you compound all the parts together you'll eventually get the whole piece of the puzzle. Now, this is something I'm going to talk about, Tom, because I think this is a really action kind of term. Be consistent and manage emotion. Uh, this one is a tricky subject. But let, me, let me explain to you what this article says here and some things that are key points. According to Fast Company, people whose mood swings from hot to cold have a difficult time creating meaningful relationships. Regardless of how we are feeling, we need to be able to temporarily put those feelings aside to fully listen and engage in others that are important in our lives. We're going through a period where we are experiencing strong emotions that keep us from being fully present with the other person 
we are brought, we are better off letting the individual know what is going on for us rather than pretend to listen. They will appreciate our honesty and openness. I, I want to take this a little bit from the mental health aspect. Guys, emotion management and, and consistency. Basically, emotion management and consistency of your emotions requires work, right? Not every day will be the same day as yesterday. Not every day in your life will be the same as the other person you're talking to in their life. Not every emotion has the same impact, right? Anger doesn't register with some people, right? Or if it does, they eventually get off it. Uh, sadness might be happening right How can you control that, right? How can you put that aside, right? Because if you start showing that bias in the conversation or if you start showing the body language and facial expressions, maybe sluggish or they're not as up to par with your standards, you'll realize that you're hurting the conversation more than you're helping. The less bias you can put in a conversation and the more open-minded, holistic thinking you can put in for both parties, the better off you'll be in terms of speaking, engagement, listening, and especially rapport, right? This whole show is about building relationships. Rapport is basically the number one thing we're focusing on. Uh, and that's all for me. But anything you want to add there, Tommy? Or was that was, or was that pretty much summed up pretty well? Sir, front to back. You did great. Uh, I'm good. All right. Let's move on to be open and share when the time is right. Now, we haven't talked about timing yet. So I'm going to let Tommy take this. Tommy, I know timing is interesting. Because you don't want to – let's say someone's going through a breakup. Right? We talked about your heart has to be broken. Let's say someone's going through a breakup, for example. Right, and you and you, you start sharing things that are a little bit off the cuff, right? Well, I had a great time, you know, in X, Y, and Z, but it's not the right time. Talk about how timing is important and being open and how relationships really sometimes matter all the time. Give us Give us a little key points on what you saw for number six to our audience there. I think so. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, sure. Um, pacing. We need to be able to pace ourselves and share when it's appropriate. That's what's most important here. And you just nailed it. You know, when, when, when you can obviously tell someone is not having that, that good day like you're having, maybe then the best time to bring it up that your day is just fantastic. And it's just probably the best day you can remember ever having in your life. Um, I think people who are good at building relationships uh, share their feelings, share the feelings uh, of the other, kind of by mirroring emotions of the person speaking. So if that person's showing excitement or, or joy, then so are you, and you're showing it for them. It's not your own personal joy or excitement. It's the shared joy and excitement of the moment. That's where pacing comes in. And then if they're if they're showing frustration or sorrow then you feel that same frustration and sorrow to them. That's going to help you connect with them. Uh, this is so good. This is such a great, a great example. Um, thanks, Fast Company. Um, guys, again, this is fastcompany.com. Um, right. It'll be in our list of sources. Uh, it's titled Seven Key Habits for Building Better Relationships. Um, I'd also like to say that these sources that we're using, they're really just jumping points. Um, they give us some some ideas and some tips on how to, uh, to to work specifically the topic that we're talking about on the episode that we're on. Um, these are in no way perfect examples. None of us are perfect. We just talked about that. 
but these are some great stepping stones. And you have to use them to the best of your own ability, not Tommy's ability or KT's ability, but your own. Um, so go back into the sources. Find something that's specific to your situation. Um, but some of these are universal to any, any, any show that we do, like paying attention, asking the right questions, becoming great listeners. All these things are going to help in the overall four-field four approach to this. Um, but timing and pacing um, is important to be able to make connections with people. Because, again, if the person that you're having a conversation with is, is obviously showing you sorrow, frustration, or disappointment, maybe it's better to hold off on talking about how good your day is until it's the right time. Uh, so that's the important part of this, is to be engaged and know where the conversation's going and staying on pace with that and um, maybe not rubbing it in. You know, maybe mirroring emotions, uh, showing that you care and that what that person is feeling is important to you will help with that rapport and building that strong relationship. Yeah, that's, that's a little bit of uh, empathy, too. We, we have not really dived into empathy, human empathy, core, right. core yeah, but that's something that we'll, we'll be in the process of looking towards uh, down the road. But, man, this is the last one here. You told me in the pre-call you had about 10 minutes to say on this. I'm going to leave this. I'm just going to say number seven. I'm going to let you run with it here. Be genuine, confident, humble, trustworthy, positive, and the good kind of fun, right? <laughs> no, anyway, be be, be, uh, be genuine, confident, humble, trustworthy, positive, and fun. Give me, a, give me what this 10-minute speech will be about here and how you can apply this to your life and, and make sure this is real, not, not fake, all genuine moments in a relationship. Sure. The ultimate. Yeah, the ultimate. All right, so yeah, the last one here on the Fast Company website is number seven, be genuine, confident, humble, trustworthy, positive, and fun, uh, and not in a fake way because that is so transparent. Um, if it's not there, then it's not there. But if it is, then these are great, great rapport-building um, characteristics. Uh, and the article says, people who build great relationships feel good about who they are and always look for the positive in their world. How important is that, looking for the positive in the world? Uh, only the building blocks, right? They generally want the best for others and want to see them succeed. Um, that's that mindset. That's that, that's that um, positive mindset, that development mindset, that uh, growth mindset. The energy of people who are comfortable in their own skin, upbeat and positive, creates an atmosphere where we feel good. Want to be around them and want to speak speak to them and spend time with them. They don't gossip about others and they and keep what we tell them in confidence. Being self-confident. They don't feel the need to draw attention to themselves. They always have time for the significant others in their lives. They are lifelong learners who are always open to and looking for opportunities for self-improvement. Guys, I got to tell you, if you're here right now, you're with us after six episodes, and you're listening to me talk to you right now, you have this this skill, and you have this trait. You are willing to learn, and you're always open. And just by being here, you are definitely looking for opportunities for self-improvement. I can't make you who you're not, but I can, in my own way, give you guys tips and opportunities and maybe a couple of examples of how to accomplish self-improvement 
through a personal development plan, right? Um, be that lifelong learner and always look for, for ways to self-improve and always look for ways that you can help others self-improve. Um, make it addictive. Make that positive outlook addictive to people. Uh, it'll spread like wildfire. Keep in mind also, guys, that no matter who you meet, there can always be value found in conversation. You might not agree with everything someone says, but regardless, there's always going to be a little bit of light in that conversation that you can attach yourself to and hopefully build great rapport even with that person and make their lives better as well. Um, I'm not sure I went 10 minutes, but this is, this is such a good example, especially the confident and humble and trustworthy part. The positive, that's what we're shooting for here anyway. Really all of them. Um, be genuine. We just talked about that a second ago. Um, be who you are. Be open. Don't 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 you know drop the roles and drop and drop the characters. Just be yourself because in the long run, you'll 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 thank yourself for that. Confident is self-explanatory. Have self-confidence. Um, that might be something some work on more than others. But you are worthy, and you are. You're here today. You're listening to KT and I. You're on the path. Have confidence in yourself. Know that you're worthy. Being humble, I'm going to let you guys make that work for you the best way that you can. Don't be a braggart. Don't wave things in people's faces when they don't have the same things you do because that is not going to get you a great relationship nor build rapport. Being trustworthy, um, I expect all of you to be trustworthy. I don't expect any less. Um, so that one speaks for itself. Positive and fun, the right way, not fake. Um, always look for the best in life to make yourself better and to make all the people around you better. And if it spreads like wildfire, one or two of us catch it, and we and we work social media and we, we do what we got to do, we'll get the word out there that that this is the way to not only make our own lives better, but to make other people's lives better as well and hopefully the whole world a better place eventually. Couldn't say that better myself on this. I think that's really all what it's all about. It's all about that genuine energy and that genuine passion to go out there and make things happen. Uh, one last thing, man. You, you, you made a really good uh, omission last week uh, about the why. You wanted to ask for questions to viewers. What you got for uh, the viewers this week? on how they can improve the question, or Tommy Y segment of the week. Sure. Um, I think this is going to be, a, this is going to be a, um, a running project for both KT and I. And, and guys, if you want to get on board with this, I want to know what your why is. What is your why in life? Why do you listen to us? Why do you pursue the things you do in life? Uh, why do you want to be better? Um, what is your personal why? Please hit me up and let me know. Hit up KT and let him know. And maybe we'll down the road we'll uh, we'll delve into these uh, these responses that we got. Um, but that's very important. Knowing yourself, that, and that's what this is part of is knowing who you are, what your core values are, and what you believe in. What is your why? Let us know at the Human Vision Touch, and I would love to hear your stories and and maybe your personal why can help somebody else 
attain a higher level in in this in this uh, growing and building relationships. Yeah, I think that's a great. I think that could give us an idea down the road with some Q and A. But that's for another day, another story. As always, guys, appreciate you guys for sticking with us here on Series One, Episode Six. We'll see you for Episode Seven. And as always, thank you for choosing the People's Podcast here at the Human Touch. Thanks for listening to The Human Touch. If you like what you hear, drop us a review of the show on all podcast providers that provide reviews. Want to be a part of the show's community? Feel free to reach out to the show's Instagram or the host KT and Tommy in any of the previous episodes links descriptions. And we appreciate your support as the source of being the people's podcast.